Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you're hearing us from. Welcome to another episode of Wisdom Hearts. Today we shall be looking at Psalm 122. Psalm 122. I read, I rejoice with those who said to me, Let us go to the house of the Lord. Our feet are standing in your gates, O Jerusalem. Jerusalem is built like a city that is closely compacted together. And this is where the tribes go up, the tribes of God, to praise the name of the Lord according to the statute given to Israel. There the thrones for judgment stand, the thrones of the house of David, verse 4, verse 6. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May those who love you be secure. May there be peace within your walls and security within your citadels. For the sake of my brothers and friends, I will say, Peace be within you. For the sake of the house of the Lord our God, I will seek your prosperity. So today we are looking at pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Yes, this passage may be talking about the literal Jerusalem that we have in the Bible and in the world today where the the people are being referenced and encouraged to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. But the truth is, we all have our Jerusalem, which can be our family, where we come from, can be our job, our business, our community, our church, our marriage, our nation, even our continent. So when we are talking about praying for the peace of Jerusalem, we are talking now about your Jerusalem. The Lord Jesus Christ speaking to his disciples said, You will be my witnesses in Jerusalem. He started from Jerusalem. Then he said to Judea, to Samaria, to the furthest part of the world. So we all have our Jerusalem. Where our roots are, we all have our Jerusalem. For us, it's where we work, is the family we come from, is the church where we worship, is the fellowship we attend. Is the marriage that we have found ourselves in, you know, it's our business. So today we want to talk about praying for the peace of Jerusalem. We need to pray for our Jerusalem. And you ask me why? Because the peace of that, your Jerusalem, will determine your own peace. You need to pray for the peace of your own Jerusalem. Because in the peace of your Jerusalem lies your own peace, lies your own prosperity. Look at it here in the Bible where we just read in Psalm 112, reading from verse 6. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May those who love you be secure. Some translations say be prosperous. May there be peace within your walls, security within your citadels. We need to pray for the peace of our Jerusalem. If you neglect praying for your Jerusalem, then you'll be prepared for the consequences of your neglect. Your peace depends on it. Your security depends on it. Your prosperity depends on it. That's what the Bible tells us. Don't take the place where you walk for granted. Don't take the church where you worship, where you attend for granted. Even the business that you owe, don't take it for granted. Don't take that community that where you live for granted. And perhaps you are saying that this is the safest community around here. Nothing can go wrong here. Nothing can happen here. Quote me, you are being very presumptuous. 
You need to pray for the peace of that community in which you find yourself. You need to pray for the peace of your family, both nuclear and extended. You need to pray for the peace of your home, of your marriage. Some of us work in institutions and companies, you know, that have no progress over time, stability. And for that reason, you neglect to pray. You know, it just feels like, I mean, nothing can ever go wrong we are we are stable this company is is good this family is 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 waxing strong nothing can go wrong go wrong just one incident and everything will come crashing down just one incident and that stable company where you work that stable family that you belong to that stable marriage that stable home that you are bragging about that you are confident about just one incident and everything will come crumbling on its knees so I also want to encourage you to pray for your nuclear and extended family your peace is tied to their peace one situation that springs up in that family will throw the whole family in disarray and it will affect you. Can you begin to see that your Jerusalem needs your attention in prayer? Don't take anything for granted anymore. Oh, our church is strong, our church is doing well. Maybe so. But do you know the enemy that we are dealing with, the Bible says he goes to and fro, seeking whom he may devour. Let's arise and begin to pray for the peace of our Jerusalem. Because our, sec- our security depends on it. Our own peace of mind de- depends on it. Our prosperity depends on it. And so you ask me, but then is prayer enough? Is that all we can do for the peace of our Jerusalem? I'd like us to look at James chapter 2, reading from verse 14. To 18. What good is it, my brothers, if a man claims to have faith but has no deeds? Can such faith save him? Suppose a brother or a sister is without clothes and daily food, and if one of you says to him, Go, I wish you were, keep warm and well fed, but does nothing about his physical needs, what good is it? In the same way, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. But someone will say, You have faith and I have deeds. Show me your faith without deeds, and I will show you my faith by what I do. So then, in seeking the peace of our Jerusalem, it's not always enough to pray. There is also need for action. There's need for action on your part. So what? So that's what this passage is actually talking about. That you need to act according to the leading of the Holy Spirit. You need to ask yourself, you need to ask the Holy Spirit, what can I do to ensure the peace of my Jerusalem? He will tell you. And if you sit down to reflect, you will know how vital your role is. What role has God called you to play in ensuring and maintaining the peace of your own Jerusalem, which could be your church, your place of work, your family, nuclear and extended, your community where you live. All these are your Jerusalems, if I may say, round about you. What role is God calling you to to play? Yes, you will pray. But after praying, your faith and your deeds must go together. You may also feel that 
you have nothing to contribute. You may feel so insignificant in the scheme of things and you begin to wonder what you of all people can possibly do to ensure the peace of your Jerusalem. I tell you what, every chain, every chain is most vulnerable at its weakest link. So if you see yourself as the weakest link in that company, that institution, that family, that home, that marriage, that church, that business, that community, where God has placed you, if you see yourself at, as the weakest link, what can I contribute? Who will listen to me? What can I do? If you see yourself as so insignificant, I want you to know that that school, that church, that business, that family, that home, that marriage is most vulnerable because you have said you are the weakest link. That is the point of weakness. That means your Jerusalem may be at risk because of you. So this morning, I want to encourage you to stand up and take action. Pray as if everything depends on prayer. Pray as if everything depends on prayer and act according to the leading of the Holy Spirit as if everything depends on your action. The two parts together, that is your praying and your action. Acting by faith, acting in faith, together with God as the most important factor will ensure the peace of your Jerusalem. In conclusion, I want us to read again this psalm. 122 verse 6. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May those who love you be secure. If you pray for the peace of your Jerusalem, you yourself will be secure. May there be peace within the walls of your Jerusalem in the name of Jesus. May there be peace within the walls of your Jerusalem and security within your citadels for the sake of your brothers for the sake of your friends. I hope you can see that. Pray for the peace of your Jerusalem, for the sake of your brothers, for the sake of your friends. Oh, some of us feel that, okay, we are in places in this world where, you know, everything seems at peace. You know, there's no trouble. There cannot be trouble from your own, you know, point of reasoning. Oh, well, that may be so. Do well to pray. For the peace of your family members far away. Pray for the peace of your community far away. Pray for the peace of your home church that is far away. Pray because in their prayer of peace is your own peace, is your own security, is your own prosperity. Remember, when one finger gets all by, by, you know, palm oil, every other finger is affected. You are not an island. God has not made us to be islands. You are related and in community with somebody somewhere, even in your place of work, even in your family, even in your church, even in the community where you live. Can you rise up today and take up this challenge and burden to pray for the peace of your community? Pray for the peace of your home. Pray for the peace of your marriage. Pray for the peace of your family. Pray for the peace of your church. And even pray for the peace of your nation. Some of us are very guilty. 
We don't pray for our nation. All we see is what is wrong, what is bad, what they are not doing right. And you know, every decision that is taken affects you and I. Rise up today and pray for the peace of that nation where God has placed you. May the Lord God bless this word in your heart and cause it to bear fruit a hundredfold in Jesus' name. Kindly share with your friends and your family. And until we come your way again, the Lord bless you and keep you. Make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord God lift up the light of his face towards you and give you his peace forever. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen.